Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region, brought to you today by Roar Publishing, from concept to content. So happy you could join us. Christine Bentley is away this week, but you'll hear her in a segment or two later on. Sitting in with me is Brittany Miller. Brittany, hello. you should tell people, are you still doing your podcast? Uh, not right now, but it, it's, co- it's coming back. That is... 2018 for me. Tw- that is that is what you're doing. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. So, and what's the and what's the name of the podcast? It's called Bug Radio. Um, Bug betw- standing for between, between us, us girls. girls. So it's the junior version of what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad to have you uh, here. Now, the holidays are supposed to be a joyful time to connect with friends and family, but that's not always the reality. So, business brain expert Dr. Bryn Weingard is going to be here shortly with some neuroscience-based tips to help reduce stress and find the time to enjoy ourselves this holiday season and beyond. And I don't know about you, Brittany, but I'm guilty of setting high expectations for the persons I, person I want to be. High, and, high expectations. <laughs> uh, on January 1st, when we all set those New Year's goals, right? But Canadian fashion designer turned foodie Izzy Camilleri says instead of making goals with tight timelines and unsustainable habits, we should be changing our mindset to live a life of intention. And she'll be here to tell us about that and her eating plan, which is out now. Okay. So let me see. We've checked off stress, food, but what about money? Financial expert Renee Rabello from Life Coach Financial Services has tips on how to avoid financial hangover. And speaking of hangovers, that brings us to holiday drinking. Bacardi <laughs> brand ambassador Juan Coronado will be here in studio with tricks for elevated cocktails for holiday entertaining. Do you stick to a budget when you're doing holiday shopping? Absolutely not. And that is my <laughs> biggest problem. <laughs> so we'll sit you down with Renee and yeah. say like, how do I do this? I mean, I think one of the tips she had, which I thought was good, was um, actually putting money, cash in an envelope with the person's name on it. Yeah. And once you've spent that, it's over. It's, uh, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going to have movie reviews with Anne Brody. Uh, have you seen Star Wars yet? Uh, I'm going tomorrow, actually. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in our live studio sessions, we have Degrassi star Anna Golia, also known as Morgan. Zana, who's going to sing an original uh, song for us. And of course, be sure to join us on Facebook Live every Wednesday, where we give out great swag gift bags from our guests. And we tell you about who's going to be on the show. And we also Instagram some of our live performances. And you really need to go to whatshesaidtalk.com to look at our contests, but also do sign up. Um, it's for our VIP list, um, our subscriber list, because we've got some awesome things we're going to be telling you about coming out soon. Grab a snack. Come right back. This is what she said on 105.9 The Region. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270.
Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. are supposed to be a joyful time to connect with friends and family, but that's not always the reality. Often it's hectic and stressful. We never seem to have enough time to get everything done. And as most of us know, it's easy to neglect self-care in favor of catering to everyone else, no matter the time of year. Enter business brain expert Dr. Bryn Weingard, who has some neuroscience-based tips to help reduce stress and find that time to enjoy ourselves this holiday season and beyond. Welcome back to What She Said. Thanks, Kate. So let's start first thing. And and by that, I mean making the most of your mornings. Science says it's a critical time. Why? Yeah. So, you know, the mornings are such an important time for people. It's, It's when your energy is the highest, your willpower is the highest. It's when your stamina is actually the highest. And so as an example, you know, research by Centrum shows that 37% of people would like to do something good for themselves in the morning and they're not doing it or, or, you know, would like to do something better for themselves than they are doing. And the morning would be the perfect time for that as an example. So I start my my morning, well, after I got up and made my tea, with the crossword and the Sudoku. Finishing them successfully seems to boost my brain and get me going for the day. Is that possible or am I just imagining it? It's absolutely possible. So two things. The first is that when you do something, anything, you get a little surge of dopamine, which is the action hormone, which wants to build on itself. So when you get a little surge of dopamine, you want more dopamine. So that's anything that you can do that, that feels like progress. The second is when you do something good that you think, you know, you've done your Sudoku, you've worked out, whatever it is, you get a little surge of endorphins and cephalin, serotonin. Those are the feel-good hormones that say, job well done, Kate. So really, this is sort of, you're trying to create a hormonal cocktail that will help you through the rest of your day and certainly keep you going, keep you more productive. So what are some other things that they suggest? I mean, a little bit of, uh, of exercise or a full workout? I mean, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah. So I think, you know, certainly if you're going to start a new routine, it's not, don't wait until January. Now is a really good time partly to mitigate stress, but also because morning is the best time to get that done. That'll help you be more productive, more motivated throughout the day. Uh, And we know that that, you know, the research shows that if you work out in the morning, you have more higher motivation, higher productivity throughout the day. Mm -hmm. I think the second thing, you know, the, the best way to mitigate stress is not just to start in the morning, but start the night before. And by that, I mean, plan your day tomorrow, the night the night ahead of time, the night beforehand. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason for that is because research shows that we have a tendency to overestimate how much time and how much energy we're going to have in future periods. So it's really important to get the things that you want to get organized the night before. Mm -hmm. So things like, and you probably do this, but, you know, getting the coffee machine ready or your tea machine ready, laying out your clothes, putting out your multivitamin, whatever it is that helps you organize your next day so that you have a better, easier morning, which again, apparently 20% of of Canadians say that they feel really stressed or anxious in the morning. And that is a, a problem because that sets you up for failure all day long. So you want to sort of flip that and make it make it so that your morning is that much more effective and productive and you're feeling easy and able to go about it. Yeah, I, I, I do like to get everything as much as I can done the night before. 
in case something happens. I mean, my sister-in-law was teasing me the other day because I've already had my house set up for a party that we're having on Saturday night. It's like, I've got a really busy week. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, you know, moved everything around. I wanted to have everything clean. Then that's done. It's out of right. the way and I'm not stressed about it. Right. right. So right. then I can, because something will always go wrong between, you know, now and then. The right? best laid plans. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But what if, um, your, is it circadian rhythms that they mm-hmm. say? What if they're not in tune with the mornings? Yeah, so everyone has different circadian rhythms. And circadian rhythms are the hormonal cycle that run through your body that are daylight, you know, um, day, night, dark light, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hungry, etc. Now, within the circadian rhythm is a rhythm. So that's every day. You're not surprised to hear that takes 24 hours to cycle through. Right. Right. Uh, Within the circadian rhythm is something we call an ultradian rhythm. And ultradian rhythms are 90 to 120 minutes, somewhere in there. And they're effectively your energy cycles. And so what we say is if you really want to honor, you know, your day and your time, make yourself more productive, more motivated, Mm -hmm. you have to follow your ultradian cycles, which again, start strongest and with most energy in the morning and then cycle through all day long. And so you'll have little periods where you'll be at peak performance and then other periods where you just need to rest. And so I think, you know, part of what you said earlier and, and, and the message here is to be as mindful as you can. When you're really listening to your own body, that's when you're able to manage your energy and your expectations about your energy much more effectively. I'm glad you said that word, mindful, because we're hearing so much about practicing mindfulness, cognitive deliberateness. So take us through exactly what that means. Yeah. I mean, it means something different for everyone. Truly, you know, with mindfulness, this is really about self-reflexivity and the ability to look inward. Really cool research out of Australia recently actually showing that people who do that, who are able to sort of focus on their subconscious on themselves, actually perform better without any other tests or or, uh, activities laid out. So with no other practice effects. So in other words, when you look inward, your subconscious brain, your sub, you know, the subconscious structures actually perform better just by virtue of having paid attention to them. And so mindfulness is really, you know, you've probably tried or heard of doing lots, lots of scholars now talking about meditation. Mm -hmm. That's really about being in the moment, being in the minute, appreciating and enjoying that minute. Uh, And, you know, trying to think of nothing else, not future, not the past. I find that nearly impossible, frankly. So what I do instead is a version of meditation called visualization, which helps us with, as you mentioned, the cognitive deliberate focus, flow, uh, really being able to attend to things. Because the more that we can actually concentrate, the better we actually do when it comes to performing tasks and the less stress we feel about those tasks. So we're a lot more effective and we feel better about it. So I'm also understanding now that multitasking is not necessarily something to be proud of. Because it causes a lot of stress. Well, and you know what? It doesn't exist, actually. What it is, is code switching. And so it does create stress because every time you co- you switch between a code, switch between a task, you actually have what we call a refractory period where you're losing efficacy and you're having to recenter yourself, refocus. And that has the effect of losing not just time, but then the stress that you experience, the anxiety that we experience is really about having to continually remember where we were in mm-hmm. the original project. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, women are the worst for believing that we have to or or trying to. Uh, And so really focusing. And that's one of the things, you know, in a lot of my talks, that's what I talk about is is really uh, making sure that you are being as deliberate as you can, not trying to multitask. Pick a project, do it 100% in the moment while you're doing it, and then then complete it and move on. Yeah, no, I can't can't remember it specifically, but there's that sort of 
joke slash story about, you know, the woman that was going to put something in the dishwasher and gets like rerouted around her house because of she, oh, that needs to be dusted. Oh, this needs to be done. Yeah. I need to answer that email. And it just goes on and on and on. And then at the end of the day, the cup still hasn't gone on the dishwasher, but she's been busy all day. Right. right? Like right. that's it. Yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of thing. Now you help entire organizations build better business brains. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you That's do what that? they have me do. Well, you know, the idea there is really about taking what we learn from neuroscience and making people more effective, efficient, um, m- motivated, productive. And so I look at peak performance, basically, and the neuroscience, the brain science of peak performance and how it is that we can perform better. And of course, one of the things I love about the brain and brain science, Kate, is that, you know, it applies to everything. So it applies to your day at work. It also applies to your life at home, to your sports, to your working out, whatever it is. So it helps every part of your day. But that's the idea is really, you know, to get people to understand this black box of the brain that has so many myths and misconceptions about it. And if you could operate your own brain better, uh, then, you know, you're more likely to be more productive and more motivated throughout all kinds of things, including the stuff that we don't want to be motivated through, right? The stuff that we procrastinate against or stressed about. Mm -hmm. So um, do you have some other quick things that can get you going and help reduce stress levels for us for our takeaway? Yeah, of course. Um, One of them is to ensure that you always keep a list. What that does, it is part of mindfulness practice, but it takes the concern, the rumination of what needs to get done. I love crossing things off that list. And it actually gives you a, a little surge of dopamine. So that's why is that when every time you cross something off the list, you get a little surge of dopamine, which is a combination of action and job well done. Um, when you do something that isn't on that list, put it on and check it off. You'll still <laughs> that's cheating. You, no, you will still get that surge of dopamine, which is what we want. We want dopamine, little surges of dopamine, to keep us motivated, to keep us moving through those ultradian cycles, to keep us in peak performance. Uh, dopamine builds on itself and really does help us. Yeah. So I mean, you know, things like keeping a list, uh, honoring your ultradian cycles, doing the hardest thing in your day, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. do it in the morning. Uh, And that will really, that's when your stamina, energy, motivation is highest. And that will have those good, feel good hormones for the rest of the day. How do people connect with you? Yeah, uh, you can go to Bryn, uh, drbryn.com. Um, at Twitter, it's at Dr. Bryn Weingard. There's also Instagram. They're pretty well all the same, at Dr. Bryn. Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. Connect with me anywhere. Well, thank you very much for coming into what thank you Thank you, Kate. Happy holidays. You too. We'll be right back at 105.9 The Region. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Welcome back. Now, we're all guilty of setting high expectations for the person we want to be on January 1st. And instead of making goals with tight timelines and unsustainable habits, world-renowned fashion designer Izzy Camilleri is suggesting that perhaps we change our mindset to live a life of intention. Welcome back to the show, Izzy. Thank you. We had you on the show back in June to talk about your diet book called Izzy's Eating Plan. Now, for a quick refresher, how did you come to develop that? 
Uh, well, approaching 50 a few years ago, I just thought it was time to take better care of myself and, uh, you know, thought more about prevention um, than dealing with issues later on. And uh, so I just started to eat better and develop this plan and, and it just turned into a book. And I love the way you said uh, in our interview, if I can do this, anyone can do this. <laughs> so, yeah. But was there an aha moment where... Well, you just op- didn't feel good one day and you said, I got to, mm, I got to. No, it was more of a lifelong, you know, um, just lifelong roller coaster diet after diet and they would work and then I would go back to my old eating habits. And, and so I just thought, you know, I needed to change what I was doing and, and I realized that it's actually quite simple. And so that was the aha moment is that, you know, if I can do it, I felt like other people can do it if I shared what I was doing. Well, this is very timely because mm-hmm. we're now... It's sort of in the midst of a season where it's overindulgence mm-hmm. at every event, everywhere, you know, there's, you could go to three things a day celebrating mm-hmm. the holidays. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's usually not raw veggies and dip. No. <laughs> or water. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we all say, January 1st, that's it. I'm not ever doing the gyms this again. are full, everything's the gyms packed. are full. Yep. And, yeah. So, um, how do you suggest people navigate that? Well, I think I think that you just have to be really conscious when you're at a party, when you're at a function, how much you're eating. I think a lot of us eat with our eyes and our brains. You know, we just see it. It looks so delicious and you just want to keep eating. So I think it's just really being conscious. But at the same time, it's okay to enjoy and it's okay to go to parties and have a good time and, and eat what you want to eat. But I think it's about, you know, the next day is just, you know, realizing that you just need to go back to eating better and taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. So I think it's just more about being intentional about everything that you put into your body and how much. Is that that. what you mean by eating with intention? Um, Partly. Okay. Um, I, in, in my book, I also list foods that actually, uh, work for your body and improve your hair, improve your skin, improve your bones. And so, um, for me now, I, I'm, I'm always aware of what I'm eating and how it can benefit me and Mm -hmm. and keep me healthy and keep me strong so eating with intention is also about eating in a way that's just going to benefit you on the inside as well as on the outside well you talk about changing your mindset Mm -hmm. um and for many people that that boils down to i guess willpower or Mm -hmm. how do you how how can one change one's mindset the easy way give us the easy easy way because for most people they're they're thinking, they're listening to this, and they're thinking, ooh, it means sacrifice. I've got to give up stuff. And yes, you know, you do. And I think, I think that one thing I think that's kind of lost is a, is a I know for myself, and I, and I speak for myself, and I think I speak for people that have also read the book, is that um, in the very beginning, like chapter one, I talk about taking ownership of your body and really understanding that this is your body and that you need to take mm-hmm. good care of it. And it's the only one we got and we need to keep it healthy and strong. So I think right in the right, you know, chapter one, I talk about taking ownership. And so that's so I think that that kind of helps get you over that, you know, wall of of making willpower so difficult, you know. Before we get to some of the foods that really mm-hmm. are good for us, um, do you find it interesting that our generation is now having to talk about, uh, you know, training ourselves to eat with intention, whereas millennials 
are all about, you know, I'm staying out of the sun, I'm never going to a tanning bed, and I'm going to eat this, this will kill me, I'm not using packaging because that could, you know, seep into my skin. I mean, they're very aware, and they, they do live their lives with intention, and mm-hmm. why didn't we? Well, I guess, I guess, you know, we're inundated with so much information now as well, and we never really got all that information. I think I know growing up, you know, like my mother fed me in a way that she thought was, um, you know, the best and healthiest mm. possible, you know. And so, yeah, it's just information, I think. So what I want to know about is you talked about foods that really benefit us. And there are some go-to food groupings that mm-hmm. contribute to the health and optimal functioning of different areas in our body. So let's talk about a few of those. What are your favorite food groupings? Like if we were looking for, for bones, skin, or hair, what, what mm-hmm. would be good? Well, there's there's a lot of foods that end up being in a lot of different groups. Mm-hmm. So, like, walnuts are really great. Almonds are really great. Eggs are, are also really good. Eating raw vegetables as well um, is also good for lots of things. It's also natural cleansers when you're when you're eating raw foods. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't raw, like raw foods or too much salads in the winter. I used to hate eating salads in the winter. But, but I do now where I actually have it on a warm bed of, of brown rice. So my salad isn't cold. Mm. And then I'll include chicken in it. So I, I always include a protein. I always um, include snacks. So I'm not starving myself. But again, I'm just eating foods that I know are going to really benefit mm-hmm. what I eat. I think it, it's making, um, you know, I've just lost 20 pounds. I've still got a bit more yeah, to go. Yeah, you look great, actually. I noticed. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but it's, it was having the mindset. It's like, I am making a commitment to my health. Yeah. This is not... You know, I don't have to deprive myself forever no. of these things. Mm-hmm. I can have mm-hmm. treat meals. I can look forward to stuff. But I'm actually, a lot of the, the, the people that have been eating sort of similar to I am saying, it's like, this is, it's easy. Once you, once it's, you get used to it. It's doable. And, yeah. Yeah. and it gets you back to, a, she's talking about cheat meals, where really you should only be eating those things very occasionally. But yeah. it's anyway, just like yeah. plate sizes when you don't weigh food mm-hmm. and you don't, and you said you eat with your eyes, you know, I yeah. mean, when you don't weigh the food and you don't take stock of it, it's easy to sort of say, well, I really, I only have one glass of wine a week. And, but if you actually wrote it down, you actually have eight. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually have 10 right. desserts a week, not right. one. So mm-hmm. that way, you know, it's the way it should I, be. I think too, I think when you get to uh, a certain point and you really understand the hard work it took also mm-hmm. to get to this place of being happy and healthy with, with who, who you are internally and what your weight is. Um, like I know for myself, I don't want to go back to the way I was eating before. I'm, there's no, like I, I, Mm -hmm. that would be silly. Do you feel better? I feel a million times better and I feel a million times younger. And the only physical exercise I do is I walk and I I kind of power walk. Um, Mm -hmm. I walk pretty well every morning. Um, and just in my neighborhood, so I don't have to go to a gym, I don't have to go to yoga classes, I don't mm-hmm. have to, you know, it's not, it's not a big struggle to, to work out if you're, not, if you're not someone who likes to, to work mm-hmm. out or go mm-hmm. to a gym. So for me, I just wake up in the morning, put my yoga pants on and a good pair of shoes, and I walk. Out the door. So let's talk a little bit um, about turning, oh, the idea of turning resolutions into intentional and sustainable living. Well, I, I think a lot of times people um, have very 
put very high expectations on themselves and they want to lose the weight that they've gained, but they want to do it really fast. And that's not healthy. That's mm-hmm. not good. So, and I think that people, again, they, they create these high expectations and then they get disappointed and then they're, they're done. And, um, you know, they don't keep their resolutions. And I, I think it's more about, you know, changing your mindset, changing your habits, losing weight at a healthy pace, not at a quick pace. Cause you lose That'll it fast. Just come back. Gonna, yeah, It'll totally, just come back. Yeah, totally, totally. So, it's, it's not about, and even my eating plan, it's, it's an eating plan. It's actually not a diet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a completely new way of eating and, and looking at food. So tell people where they can get Izzy's eating plan. Uh, you can get Izzy's eating plan uh, online at amazon.com, indigo.com, as well as Barnes & Noble, a bunch of you know, online retailers. There's um, three selected uh, bookstores. Book City carries them as well in the city. You can get them either um, as an ebook or as a paperback. And and their website? Is their it's website? Izzy Camel. Oh, sorry, Izzy's Eating You can uh, get the book there. And and how's are we still doing clothes, fashion? Uh, yeah, 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 I still do that. <laughs> well, good because your designs are awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, and that's on your other website, which is. IzzyCamilleri.com. Oh, my See, goodness. She designs. She's busy. Yeah, she designs. She designs. She's uh, writing books. She's walking. Yeah. 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 There okay. you go. Thank you so much for, for joining us at our yeah. new home. Well, thank you for having me. It's nice to see you. This is what she said, and we'll be back right after the break. Do you remember when you first fell in love with reading? Well, you weren't really reading, were you? No, your passion for books began quite another way. It was listening, wasn't it? To a story. Yes, your love of reading really got started when you were being read to. Kobo introduces audiobooks for the free Kobo app with a beautifully designed, easy to use player, one home for all your audiobooks and ebooks. Book lovers can listen to their heart's content for as little as $12.99 per month with subscription, and with a 30 day free trial, you get your first audiobook free. Sign up now at Kobo.com. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Feeding the family got you frantic? Uh, feeding two teenage boys. I mean, at the end of the week, that's all I really want to do is save some money on my groceries. Is your fridge ever actually full? Oh, my, no. <laughs> I think I'm the only person that comes to a radio interview with a cooler. Not only was it so much fun, but it was super easy. And even my kids, when we cut into it last night, they even looked at it and they were like, Mom, you made this? I think you can do this in your sleep. Wholesome, on-budget fixes from foodie Charmaine Broughton on What She Said Talk. Saturday night at the movies. Who 
Casper picture you see When you're with your baby Last row in the balcony it's a big weekend at the movies and joining us now is our film critic and Brody and we are starting off today with gee I can't imagine what Star Wars The Last da, Jedi da, 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 da. apparently yes this is the highest rated Star Wars film in 30 years since really? the Empire Strikes Back yes people are going mental for it and it's the top advanced ticket seller of on 20- Fandango yeah. Old Fandango of 2017. Of the, uh, Incredible, isn't it? It even beat Beauty and the Beast, which I thought <gasps> was impossible. Horror. Shock <laughs> horror, but both Disney. So, <laughs> Oh, there you go. There you go. And I must tell you that the Star Wars, you know how it, it comes on the screen like this? And it's, yeah. It's red now. It was yellow. They've changed it to red that for the, for the Ruby anniversary. The, oh, for the Ruby anniversary. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that special? And of course, people are looking to see Carrie Fisher, right? Yeah, they didn't c- cut anything from what she did, and her daughter Billy Lord is actually in it, which ah. is great. And guess who else is in it? I don't know. Besides all the big A-list cast, the princes William and Harry. Really? They're stormtroopers. Isn't that sensational? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I did not know that. That's very. And cool. of course, they were all over the um, the premiere in London the other day, so that was uh, very neat. You know, and Trudeau had a had a screening this week as well, an Ottawa private screening. They're all fans. Who knew? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, everyone's a fan yeah. of Star Wars, Absolutely. but who knew all these high and mighties were? Yeah, I don't you'd think know. they'd be busy thinking. You'd hope they'd be busy thinking, yeah. but never mind. <laughs> uh, now you have um, interviews with the stars and directors of this next film up mm. on our site, um, what she said talk com, which uh, the movie is "Call Me by Your Name." You think this one's going to take home all the awards? Well, unfortunately, as I'm watching the landscape change a little bit in favor of the Shape of Water, which I liked, but this is just a sensational film. Uh, um, about a research student going to his professor's house, villa in Italy, in uh, the summer in 1983 or something. He's very handsome, very athletic. And the, li- the little boy, he's 17. The professor's son yeah. falls in love with him. Okay, so we're talking about an affair between a 17-year-old boy know, right? and a 30-something student. Who, 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 and that's such an uncomfortable, awkward... You know, I was talking with someone about that, and they said, well, you know, Army Hammer, who plays the the research assistant, he's only 31, and Timothy Chalamet, who has actually two Best Actor nominations, is 26, although he looks 12 in the film. So that's the justification for it. At the time, I didn't think of it as creepy. In retrospect, I do, but it is such a brilliant film. And it has a huge following. So, you know, you just have to make your own choice. Okay. I guess. All right. Well, let, let's move on. Everything is so fraught these days. I know. I know. You can't even... I know. It's very fraught. Tell us about Sundance Now's British oh, series, Liar. Man, that's good. Liar. Jane Froggatt, okay. who oh, is really? um, Joanne Lady Mary's... Jo- Joanne Froggatt. Yeah. A J, anyhow. <laughs> uh, she was Lady Mary's um, maid. What mm-hmm. do you call her? Uh, what was the title that she had? Upstairs maid? Upstairs maid? Ladies maid? Ladies maid. So she plays a woman who is sort of emotionally unstable. And she has a flirtation with a, with a brilliant, respected, uh, charming, laid-back surgeon. Mm-hmm. Well, she wakes up the next day. She figures she's been raped. 
She can't prove it. And unfortunately, she had made an incorrect accusation a few years before that. So she's not believed. And bit by bit by bit, things unfold. You see the craziest relationships and networks happening in this small seaside village in, in Kent, actually. Um, it's, it's just like lifting a lid off an apartment building or lifting a lid off an ant farm and seeing all the chaos in there. It is so brilliantly written. It is mm-hmm. such fun. And I was honestly holding on to my face like, what? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so it's up there for streaming now. Okay, and on the small screen, obviously all the Christmas movies will be coming out the holiday. What have we got? We've got Holy National cow. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Love Actually. That's Love Actually, of course. That's got to be out there. Yeah. The Simpsons Christmas Week. What, it wouldn't be Christmas without. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, and, uh, what, oh, well, White Christmas. But what I didn't know is that um, A Christmas Story was absolutely trashed when it was released by critics in 1983. I know. Yes, it was. And now it's thought of as the best Christmas movie ever made. And they're doing a Christmas story it's live very kitsch. watch party. Well, yeah, there was a, a musical, a Broadway musical created in 2012, and it's being televised. But out in Oakville, they're having a giant watch party with one of the stars from the movie and all kinds of fun and games and giveaways and things. And I bet you there's going to be a massive audience. Yeah, it's absolutely. just, it's just. Uh, I love that movie. It is a great movie. I'm surprised. Now, what I saw, because John and I were watching, uh, looking for, for a movie, and we stumbled across something that had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was fabulous. It's called Strad Style. And it's about oh. a, a quirky guy who makes a violin for one of the top <gasps> violinists in the world. At, well, it's a Guarneri, actually. Il Canone. But fabulous documentary. One slam dance, the filmmakers for filmmakers. So check that out. Oh, my goodness. I sure will. Well, thank you. Well, and thank you for joining us. And we'll talk to you next week. My pleasure. This is What She Said. We'll be right back. Do you remember when you first fell in love with reading? Well, you weren't really reading, were you? No, your passion for books began quite another way. It was listening, wasn't it? To a story. Yes, your love of reading really got started when you were being read to. Kobo introduces audiobooks for the free Kobo app with a beautifully designed, easy-to-use player, one home for all your audiobooks and ebooks. Book lovers can listen to their heart's content for as little as $12.99 per month with subscription, and with a 30-day free trial, you get your first audiobook free. Sign up now at Kobo.com. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. Joining us now is the founder of Life Coach Financial Strategies, Renee Rabello, with a very timely topic, how to avoid that holiday financial 
hangover. Welcome back to What She Said. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So we're creeping up to the big day. And for some people, it's almost like Christmas comes as a surprise every year. What can we do to make our wallets happy going forward? Well, there's lots of things that people can do. One of them is plan throughout the year, which is one of the biggest things that people should be doing because they aren't surprised that Christmas is coming. No, it seems to come every year. All the holidays do. December 25th, in case you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, that being said, there is things you can do that can help you in in your pocketbook and help you save some money on spending. So what I'm going to discuss with you today is just some of the things you can do that maybe you've forgotten that you can do that will just tweak you and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. So one of the first things that I always tell people is look at your points cards. So, you know, gas points and gas cards because teenagers are the hardest people to buy for. But I'll tell you, I have teenagers and they love gas cards. So go and look at your little points cards with all your gas stations that you might have or even with your credit cards and redeem them for your drugstore gift cards so they can buy their makeup or some gas cards. Mm -hmm. And that's free. That's using your points just to get those things. Yep. So definitely one of the things you can do. Okay. Um, another one is, and you mentioned it, you made eggnog yesterday. I did. There you go. See, and me personally, I'm one of those people who calls for the cookie exchange. But if you are talented enough to be able to make some home-baked goods or have a hobby that is a homemade item, mm-hmm. use that for gifts. Mm-hmm. People like me really appreciate those things because mm-hmm. I can't bake. So when someone makes me cookies, I'm very, very excited. Or eggnog, hint, hint. Yeah. Then I'm <laughs> very excited about those gifts. And I'm sure I'm not unique in in that aspect. So I always say to people, if you have a talent or you have an ability, don't take it for granted. Use it and and use that as gifts to give to your loved ones and your friends because I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Okay. And um, a list. We should have a list, Oh, yes. One of the best things you can do is make a list before you go to your malls or wherever you're going shopping. Because if you don't have a list and who you're buying for, you're going to buy randomly. Because Mm -hmm. guess what? There's always a sale. And it's always a really good deal. Yeah, I saved so much today. It's like, yeah, I could have saved a whole lot more if I never spent anything. (laughs) Exactly. And then you take your stuff home and you put it in piles about who you bought for. And you're like, wow, this big pile's for me and um, the rest is for two people. Oh, no. Uh Right? So it's nice to not only make that list, but also carry envelopes with the amount of cash that you're going to spend on each person on your list. So if you've got, you know, cousin Jimmy and, um, you know, niece Charlotte, you know, put in the amount of money in each of those envelopes and nail, like put their names on it. And that's all you spend on them. And when the money's out, they're done. That's all you're getting. And it's cash. So you're not getting a bill later. That's right. It's it's totally controllable by you. And if you don't know what you're looking for to buy for them, then ask them. There's nothing wrong with asking the people on your list what they want, because at least then they're not regifting it back to you next year. Yeah, but let, <laughs> let's talk a little bit, bit about regifting, because um, I have sort of a room in my house and a closet in that room, which has a whole lot of gifts I know I'm never going to use, but my husband is totally against regifting. <laughs> well, I think that's a personal preference. A few people I mentioned it to are like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you're going to say that. But it's true. Everyone has a spot in their house of gifts that they have gotten that they don't know what to do with. They can't return it to get their money back. So why not regift it? Maybe you don't like bubble bath, but I love bubble bath. So I would really love that. Is that another that. hint, Renee? Could be. <laughs> I'm more on the hot tub list, but I'll take bubble bath if that's what I'm getting. But, you know, these are things that, you know, sometimes we get an abundance of and we throw them in that closet or on that shelf in the cupboard and we forget about them, but other people can really use them. And even, you know, if you want and you've got charities you want to donate it to, I'm sure those women will love to see that at Christmas too. Now, and also with that, there are gift cards 
that give something back to Correct. charities too? So a lot of the restaurants locally um, in some of the stores will offer where if you buy $50 worth of gift cards, they'll give you $25 for free or 10% back for free. So if you're going to buy gift cards, then you might as well get some that give you some back for yourself so that when you do go out in January for dinner, you're saving 10 or 15 or $20 on your own meal. Mm-hmm. So buy gift cards that give you something back also in return. So okay. for sure. Um, and you're all about the potluck. And I am all about the potluck. Me, the person who cannot bake, cannot cook, is all about the potluck. <laughs> so, but you know what? There's some stores that make food that tastes like like homemade. So I'm mm-hmm. all about them too. But the potluck for me is about, even for me, it's about bringing wine. I love to bring wine to a potluck and, and, and a few bottles of it. Mm-hmm. But... And uh, something that I'm going to do in the new year is endeavor on making my own wine. So therefore, that'll give me the ability to bring wine to a potluck, something that didn't cost me a lot and is homemade and covers everything we just covered Mm -hmm. in all of our points. Now, I always hear, um, you know, on on the radio, they say the average spend this Christmas, I think this year, it's somewhere around $600. Um, But comparing to what other people are spending is a bad plan too. And it's interesting because I get that all the time with regards to everything financial is people always wondering what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Everyone's income is different. Everyone's spending habits are different. Everyone's budgets are different. Do not compare what you spend on people against other people because it's going to make you feel bad and you're going to feel like it's not enough. So that's one of the biggest things I always tell people is do not compare your spending to others. And tell people where they can connect with you online. They can connect with me online at mylcfs.ca and I also have a secret Facebook group that I share really big secrets on. So if you want to be a part of that, then please reach out to me through the link or through the website and I'd be happy to join you into our secret Facebook group. Well, thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. This is What She Said. We'll be right back. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. <laughs> Want to know more about the music and the musicians you love? Today we're talking about five bands that have been at it for a very long time. The entire album was recorded over three weekend sessions for a cost of $6,000. Whenever I do an impression of Bob Dylan, that's the only line that I do. Tangle up in blue. That's, that's it. And you that's, do it. That's very all I do. Well. I do can't it again. do it. Again. Tangle up in blue. <laughs> what that Eric Alper knows will spin your head Sundays on What She Said talk. Welcome back to What She Said. You know, visiting Christmas markets is lots of fun. And let's be honest, one of our favorite parts of going to these markets is enjoying the assortment of festive cocktails and beverages. For me, it's all about the dark rum. Everything from a warm and inviting hot toddy after a long hike with the dogs to my homemade eggnog. So I'm very happy to have Juan Coronado, Bacardi brand ambassador in studio, who's going to share tips and tricks for elevated cocktails for holiday entertaining, including a coquito, which is a Puerto Rican spin 
on the traditional eggnog. Welcome to What She Said, Juan. Well, hello, hello. Thank you, Kate, for having me. Good well, afternoon, Canada. Well, tell us about a coquito. What, what, what is it? Oh, the coquito is just that super epic Latino <laughs> cocktail that you can buy, go by December and, you know, try to make it or visit some friends or visit some relatives and they will always have a bottle of coquito ready. It's mandatory in every household to have a coquito. Okay, but so a coquito isn't, isn't an actual cocktail? Yes, it is. It, it is. is. It's sort of like a punch. So basically, it's an eggnog without eggs. So the recipe goes like this. Uh, you get two cups of Bacardi Superior Carta Blanca, um, equal parts of um, condensed milk and um, evaporated milk, and then double that with coconut milk. In addition to that, you add a teaspoon of vanilla extract and you garnish it with some uh, grounded cinnamon on top. It's quite amazing. And you serve it in, you can serve it in a, in a pineapple, I saw. Well, uh, there is many ways of serving it, but like, you know, the tradition goes like this in Puerto Rico. You will go um, from house to house singing Christmas carol songs mm -hmm. and celebrating. So you don't want to have a whole pineapple on the first stop. You just want to go like small because by the end of the, you know, finish the, finish the last house, you it's going to be the plenty in your belly. Yeah, it's going to be there. So, I mean, that, that's great. Now, um, being a brand ambassador sounds like a dream job. And, it, I, and I watched your YouTube video. You seem so truly passionate about it, but you have some fairly strict standards. Oh, yes, I do. You know, like... Um, I have the greatest job in the world, no <laughs> doubt. It's true. I travel all around the world and I teach people what I love, you know, my, the passion of my industry. But um, I'm representing a family. So there's a lot of weight and responsibility there. Mm -hmm. The Bacardi family, you know, it has a long tradition and a great history. And I'm the, you know, the guardian of that, of those, you know, moments. And of course, I want to represent them very well. Is, is it still a family? Yeah, it's still Bacardi is the largest rum produced that is a family-owned brand. Wow. Now, I'm a dark rum yeah. girl, but I've never really understood um, what makes the difference between light and dark rum. Kate, that's a great question. The Bacardi family has been making rum since 1862. It's 155 years of knowing how to make rum. And uh, nowadays, you know, there's ways of like cutting corners when it comes to rum productions, but they have their name and their reputation and their you know, history on this, so they don't do the cut in the corners, as we say in the industry. The difference between a light body rum and a dark rum happens in the process. Aging is basically when we allow Mother Nature to do what it does best, mm -hmm. which is like concentrate the spirits. So we Asian American white oak, use bourbon barrels, we toast them, and of course some of that colors transfers into ah. the rum, maturating the spirit, so, even it's on those vanillas and woody notes. Yeah, I, I love that. And I'm not, I'm, this, what's the one you have one in here? This is Bacardi Gold. Yes, this is Bacardi Carta Oro, or Gold. Oh, nice. This one is aged for um, up to two years on American White Oak on the undisturbed aging statement of Puerto Rico. So if it's a, if it's a light rum, then like a, a, a clear one, the white Bacardi that we know, so that is not aged? No, no, no. That's been aged as well for a minimum of a year. But um, Don Facundo Bacardi, early on in his um, uh, process that he was um, starting, he discovered that charcoal was a natural way to filter rum, taking some of the unwanted flavors, colors, and aromas that could be present in it. But is, by law, is aged minimum for one year. 
Age minimum for one year. Okay, that's cool. Now, um, you are going to share a couple of tips and tricks for elevating a standard cocktail into holiday entertaining cocktail. Absolutely. Um, when it comes to cocktails, you know, Bacardi is definitely the king of the bar because Bacardi is the most mixable spirit that exists out there. You can go from a light expression, mixable like Bacardi Superior to something more complex with subtle notes like Bacardi Carta Gold. And then we go to Bacardi 8 and Black and so many other ones. And then we have flavors as well. So how versatile can we be? So having Bacardi at your event will basically create an interactive bar between you and your guest. Mm -hmm. So how do you elevate a cocktail? I'm a Puritan, I love a daiquiri. Daikiri, that's the real name Daikiri, of it. Daikiri, is really? Yeah. Oh, it's just it's a daiquiri. Of, it's, it's actually the name of a town in Cuba. Daikiri. Where the cocktail was invented wow. in the town of Daikiri. Okay. So that cocktail is basically the simple and easiest cocktail to, a, to make. It has um, lime juice, mm -hmm. sugar, and Bacardi mm -hmm. Carta Blanca Superior. Mm -hmm. But you can take that cocktail into a winter expression. Instead of like having sugar, you can substitute that with a honey syrup. Mm -hmm. Or a maple syrup. A maple syrup. Hello, so I was go here. here. Yeah, hello. Right? <laughs> so using that and adding a, perhaps like a teaspoon or a bar spoon of spices of dram mm -hmm. and shaking a vigorously together, you're going to have the most amazing winter daiquiri. And, you know, that's for me that I love my daiquiris. But the, the space, you know, that you can make cocktails. Is some, there's so many things that you can do. What about um, a lot of people now are doing self-serve bars where, for when guests are just, you know, getting into the groove of things like mojito stations, that kind of thing. Is that is that a, a trend? It is. It is. You know, I don't know why it took us so long to realize <laughs> that when we're hosting a party, we need to cook, we need to clean, we need to do this, we need to serve, and we need to make cocktails too. Yeah. So how about having a self, like do-it-yourself bar home that you can just set up, mm -hmm. let's say, bunch of mint, uh, candy cane, your sugar syrup, and uh, your Candy cane? Yeah, that's the garnish. Oh, yeah. cute. Okay. It's Christmas, you know, holidays. <laughs> so having that bar, you know, set it up and just showing one of the guests how to do it, mm -hmm. believe me, somebody will take on the responsibility of, like, hosting the rest of the people that is coming, like, when they see that mojito with, like, mint and um, um, frosted sugar on top and the mm -hmm. candy cane, what are you drinking? I just made myself a mojito. Mojito. So you have a, what do they call it, a muddler? When yes. You, a muddler for, for mixing things. You could set it up. I guess I might be a little worried about, you know, responsible hosting and serving quantities. I never know, like, how much to buy for my guests. Do you have any suggestions on that? Yeah, um, usually there's uh, there's several formulas of um, you know how much product to get, counting the heads. You know the, mm -hmm. the you know the amount of guests that you're gonna have, the length of your event, etc. But it's very simple. Like, you know, let's say you're gonna host ten people at your house, and you're gonna welcome them with a welcome cocktail. Then you guys are gonna go into some more serious and heavier foods after you eat others. Mm -hmm. So changing that cocktail number two. We go to a cocktail that has more character, like a toddy, like an old-fashioned. But this is like a good interview. You have to start strong and finish strong. <laughs> you definitely need to have that coquito at the end of the meal. <laughs> Otherwise, ain't having a Christmas Latino party in your house. Uh, you know? Okay. So that's your very favorite 
Christmas cocktail? You need to end with a coquito. It's mandatory. Like, All right. Yeah. Now, you are going to um, put these recipes up. We're going to have a, a blog up on our website, and it will be up there in time for you to make things for your Christmas uh, party. Uh, where can people go to learn more about yeah. you and Bacardi? Um, our website is, like, super interactive. Like, right now, we're, like, trying to teach people about our uh, gingerberry punch, which is an easy punch to have when your guests arrive, which is Bacardi Superior, cranberry juice, ginger ale, lime and lemon, and it's very Ooh, simple. Oh, that sounds good. It's delicious because the ginger ale just, you know, fizzes and make it bubble. Yeah, and it's so refreshing. And it's ready. You can garnish that with lemon wheels, cinnamon sticks, and, you know, cranberries in there, mm-hmm. frozen cranberries. Mm-hmm. So it's quite nice. But uh, all of this information is available at our website, www.bacardi.com. And um, I'm Juan Coronado. I'm always around doing Bacardi phone things, so you can Google me. All right. Thank you very much for coming in. And don't forget, the recipes will all be up on our website. Juan Coronado, it's a pleasure. Are you leaving the Bacardi gold here? Absolutely. Yay! (laughs) This is what she said on 105.9 The Region, and we'll be right back. Do you remember when you first fell in love with reading? Well, you weren't really reading, were you? No, your passion for books began quite another way. It was listening, wasn't it? To a story. Yes, your love of reading really got started when you were being read to. Kobo introduces audiobooks for the free Kobo app with a beautifully designed, easy-to-use player, one home for all your audiobooks and ebooks. Book lovers can listen to their heart's content for as little as $12.99 per month with subscription, and with a 30-day free trial, you get your first audiobook free. Sign up now at Kobo.com. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com TC or call 416-340-7270. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. What you are listening to is Replay by actress and singer Anna Golia, also known as Muzana. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much for having me. Now, people know you best for your role as Zoe on Degrassi Next Class, and who knew you made music? (laughs) I mean, I've been teasing it for a very long time, too long, and I feel really, really bad for the fans. Like, it's been maybe four years that I've been trying to put this EP together, Um, but I was always so... um, protective over the music um, just because I wanted I wanted to make sure that it was 100% authentic to who I am and I wanted to make sure that the first impression was 
the right first impression. So I, I took forever to finally put my foot down and say, okay, this is good. I'm going to release it. It's time. So when did you realize you wanted to be a singer? Or was it at the same time that you wanted to be an actress, you just kept one undercover? <laughs> I mean, I always wanted to be a singer. I, I've just loved performing my whole life, ever since I started dancing when I was five years old. Um, but my grandfather was an opera singer back in Albania. And um, so music was like always in the family, and it's kind of in my blood. And, uh, and then when I was about 11 years old, I went to an open call for um, the Broadway version of White Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I landed that. And then once I did that, I kind of said, okay, I need to seriously get into this. So then I started taking vocal lessons. I was classically trained as a mezzo. And then uh, when I was 16, I started writing. Now, Moazana, I thought, was an alter ego when it came to music, but it's actually your real name. That's my my legal name, yeah. (laughs) Your legal name. So why did you want to go by just your first name? So I just wanted to do that because I wanted to really stay true again to who I am. As a kid, I thought Moazana was a super foreign name, and Mm. it was so difficult for people to pronounce, and I was really ashamed of it, so I just went by Anna. so pretty. And then when I decided to finally put out the CP, I said, well, I need to be 100% me the same way I was with how I wrote the music. Mm -hmm. So it just seemed fitting to release under my legal name. So with the new year around the corner, what's next? Oh, so much. (laughs) Um, More music. Uh, A film that I shot earlier this summer called Crazy for the Boys will be out in theaters in 2018. And then um, I'm also producing a film. So that's, that's been fun. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's it. Just, yeah, just acting in a film, producing a film, and, and, and releasing the just releasing, releasing yeah. EP. Yeah. Oh, okay. So where can people find Epilogue by Moazana? They can find it on all their favorite streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music, and then also for sale on iTunes. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. That is it for What She Said. We will be back tomorrow at noon right here on 105.9 The Region. Be sure to check us out online at whatshesaidtalk.com. And singing us out now, here is the lovely and talented Muzana with Replay. Turn back time, I knew we'd be right back here. That's the punchline. I did what I had to do. Now I face regrets, cause I can't get over you. Every day, dreaming away, reliving every single mistake. Trying to make up for lost time, but all I find is myself in the waiting line. You say it's too late. Wish the tables turned back my way. I say, you stay I'm over all the games that we play Bet you never knew I'd come around Not up in here to hear no turn down You say it's too late I'm hoping you get that replay Replay 
I should have got this right instead I'm here holding on to this past life I should have did more with you Now I'm guilty trying to get your heart for a half price Every night awake with the cries Sleepless I need you here holding me tight I don't know how to make this right I might have to sit this out till the next life You say it's too late Wish the table turned back my way I say You'll stay, I'm over all the games that we play Bet you never knew I'd come around Not up and hit a hear no turn down You'll say, it's too late I'm hoping you can hit the replay Boy, you know it's never late Said you gotta hit replay Don't let these moments go to waste You're making all of my mistakes Say that you're a gentleman I'm not trying to be your friend I don't want no settlement But right here we can settle this You say it's too late Wish the tables turned back my way I say you'll stay I'm over all the games that we play Bet you never knew I'd come around not up in here to hear no turn down You say it's too late I'm hoping you can hit the replay 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 It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.